Hi, everybody, and welcome to the KC Cairo Pulse podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping chiropractors keep their pulse on success. I'm Dr. Michael Perush, joined by Dr. Troy Fox. Troy, you are always the keeper of the emails, so I'm going to toss it over to you. I'm going to check my pulse first, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is it on success? It is on success. Man, awesome. I tell you what. So this email, I keep getting these emails, and, and I don't know if this is as deep a topic, but I read it and I thought, okay, this is a pretty important topic to talk about. And so Mike in Iowa messages with this one. Thanks, Mike. He said, how important are procedures for success in your practice? I've been moderately successful and feel like I've done fairly well, but I've never really implemented any kind of procedures in my practice. So I actually emailed him back and I said, would you say you haven't implemented any procedures in your practice? What exactly does that mean? And he said, Well, it's basically a come and go type practice where I don't really schedule appointments. And if somebody is scheduled and somebody walks in, they just jump in behind them. I said, so I messaged him back and I said, what about new patients or consults or time set aside? And he said, no, I don't, I don't do any of that. I just take them as they come. I said, okay, how about your office staff? Do they have any procedures? Like if a patient calls on the phone, is there a certain thing that, that, you know, a a list of things that they need to be aware of? Uh, No, I said, so when you, when you uh, are talking with your staff about maybe the flow of the office? Do you have procedures for how people should get through your office? No. Do you have any procedures for COVID? No. And so he he really is flying by the seat of his pants. And so when we talk about procedural efficient, efficiency, I hit some high points there. But what would you say, number one, are, are, are there some legal ramifications if you don't have some procedures in place, number mm-hmm. one? Mm-hmm. And number two, what are the, what are the um, uh, economic implications, do you think, if you were to apply certain procedures in your practice? That's a huge question. Whew. Yeah. yeah, I got a little lightheaded there. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> There's a lot to unpack there. So, Mike, number one step. Number one step is make sure you're listening closely to this and keep this podcast handy because you may want to listen to it multiple times. Mm -hmm. Having procedures in place, proper procedures in place is paramount to your success, paramount to your success. And there are procedures, excuse me, for everything, whether it's front desk, answering the phones and knowing how to schedule a patient to scheduling procedures, to check in and check out procedures. You mentioned COVID. Um, Yeah. If you don't have COVID procedures in place, um, you haven't seen the new OSHA guidelines and make sure that you're complying with that and you, and you have proper procedures. It's, it's incredibly important right now, not only from a litigious standpoint, heaven forbid you would ever get accused of being ground zero for spreading COVID. Um, Just the the backlash in the community that you could possibly get would be torrential. Um, But your procedures are going to dictate, you know, really how your office flows, which ultimately equates to the revenue that your office makes. And, you know, just 
things like proper scheduling, for example, being able to have the right patient flow is going to maximize your capacity. And of course, capacity leads to more collectible services and more collections leads to a more profitable bottom line. So I think, yeah, it snowballs. I think those two things that you just talked about, you talked <clears throat> about proper scheduling and patient flow. Those are things that you and I have both taught over the years in our practices. Yeah. When we've had folks come into our practice. Those are probably two of the big key takeaways so yep. far as procedure is how do we schedule people? You know, how do we block schedule? How do we advance multiple schedule? And then how do we flow patients to your office? And the flow may not be so much a procedure as it is a practice that we've determined as a group. But holy cow, that makes a huge difference in your practice. And I want to step back to the OSHA thing too. For those of you that think, hey, I don't really need to follow OSHA procedure or OSHA guidelines. um, and, And because when they come to my office, which they won't, by the way, but when they come to my office, I'm just going to tell them, oh, I didn't know there were guidelines. I haven't read them yet. I'll do better next time. That doesn't work that way with OSHA. So it's kind of like any other big government agency. They are not humored in the least by ignorance or, or willful ignorance. No, they laugh. Yeah. Basically they laugh and fine. Yeah. They go, oh, there's another fine. Yeah. Ask anybody that owns a construction company, how often OSHA shows up. Oh yeah. 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 And trust me, if they're, if they're checking out the OSHA or checking out the construction site down the street, they're going to stop by your practice as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't think we've seen a ton of that yet at this point. So we're still giving you fair warning, but it, yeah. it is, it's becoming a thing because the guidelines are in place and they're very serious about it. As we've seen on TV, there are people that are either scared to death or they don't care at all about COVID, but the government in general, for the most part, seems to be very serious about the guidelines. And so they're going to expect <clears throat> OSHA to do the same. Yep. That's absolutely right. Yeah, You know, I was talking to uh, a chiropractor the other day and uh, in his office, he, he likes to see uh, three or four new patients every day part. And, and I give him credit. He sees a lot of new patients mm-hmm. and, um, <clears throat> but he was complaining because he's always behind. And I said, okay, well, right, tell me how you, right. how you schedule your new patients and how you schedule your regular adjustments in and around that. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of, he, he just kind of looked at me. We were actually meeting face to face and uh, he just kind of looked at me and said, well, you know, we just, we just put them in. There's the problem. And then that's what I said. I said, well, you know, we, we found your problem. Now we got to fix your problem. There's an art to scheduling. You can't just throw people in. You've got to put them in the right spot. And the right spot is dictated by how long it takes you to, if we're talking about a new patient exam, how long does it take you to do your exam? How long before the patient from the time they walk in the door until they are ready to be seen for the exam. How long mm-hmm. does that take? So you've really got to, you, you got to, it's kind of choreographed, really. It's a, it's a dance. Absolutely. It is. And you've got to know what all those steps are to pull the dance off correctly. And when you do, again, you maximize your capacity and you could see yeah. probably five or six new patients every day part. And you don't want to be dancing the salsa when you go in to see a new patient. What I mean by you want, you want to be in a slow waltz at that point. In other words, change gears before you go in with new patients. So those are all things that we look at and think about when we're looking at a practice. Are you all frantic and go running in to see a new patient like a madman? You know, somebody, I I said I was going to use this terminology today, 
don't go running around your practice all willy nilly. Right. <laughs> I love, I love that phrase. You can't go in with a new patient with this frantic, crazy attitude or either a, they're going to go, Oh my gosh, that guy is clinically insane or B he didn't have time to listen to my problem because he was so frantic when he came through the door. And we've all met with a doctor like that at one point or another, mm-hmm. whether they either ignored us because they were so preoccupied with what was around them or they right. were in such a big hurry. They didn't listen to us. And you want to talk about indignant and angry. That's me. When I get in that situation, I'm sure it is you too. So we want to switch gears. Adjusting time is a time to be high energy, ready to go, ready to work with your patients, staying on schedule, getting your patients in and out of there so they can take, go on with their lives. It's not about you. You want to think it's about you. I'm trying to stay on schedule because I want to go play golf at 5.30 or I want to get out of here to go have lunch with my spouse or whatever. It's actually about your patients. You made a promise to them that you would get them in and out of the office in a certain amount of time. So do that. Mm -hmm. And then when it's time to go in with a new patient, take a deep breath, look at the patient file and remind yourself to drop back into second gear. Slow down, walk in. Hi, Mary Sue. So good to see you today. I've taken a look at your chart. Why don't you tell me in your own words what's going on today? Yep. And then you relax and let the patient talk. And if you have proper procedures in place, then chances are you're not running behind and you're not frantic. And you remember to shift down into second gear when it's when it's time to go in with that new patient. Or Mm -hmm. you know, think about your front desk person. You know, they they wear a lot of hats. They, they have a lot of tasks to do and they're trying to oh, balance yeah. and juggle and greet patients coming in and check patients going out and schedule. And then the phone rings. And if they don't have proper procedures in place, they're going to answer the phone differently every single time. And chances are every single time, it's not going to be uh, as good of a conversation as it should be. And right. you, you wind up just creating a lot of tire kickers and and phone calls that don't turn into scheduled patients. So your procedures are, I, I mean, we, we have to do 10 podcasts to go through all the procedures for success that, right. That, it, that it takes. But, and if you're a client, of course you can plug in to all the videos and webinars and seminars and virtual seminars and things that we put on. Cause we, we always include things about procedures because they're so important. And, and here's, here's a little side note real quick that a lot of doctors miss is as your practice grows, your procedures have to change and grow with you. Mm-hmm. The old procedures don't work anymore. And we've, we've all seen this happen. We get to a place where we're really growing, but all of a sudden everything's just off tilt and it's not working anymore. We hear this all the time. We get calls about this all the time. Hey, mm-hmm. I, I've got another coach and, and I, I've been doing their procedures now for, for four or five years and bam, all of a sudden it's just not working anymore. It's because it's not growing with you. You got to be able to have the foresight and the wherewithal to change those procedures over time as you grow. And I want to throw this in too, because this seems very rigid and stiff when we talk about procedures. We're not talking about you using a verbatim sheet that you read off of. What we're talking about is a well-coached team that takes the tools that are in front of them and uses the same way every time, but yep. may change that for each patient. You know, uh, we, we talked with Marissa a while back and Marissa was talking about a doctor's visit that her daughter went to and 
she had told the doctor that her daughter had been under chiropractic care just a couple of weeks ago. And, or actually she told all, the front, her, uh, all of her life, but the last visit had just been a couple of weeks prior to that. And so the front desk, instead of taking a well-laid plan from a coaching standpoint, went verbatim off the sheet and started asking questions about, have you ever seen a chiropractor before? Um, so that's called scripting. That really is not a procedure. That's a script. And we don't want to go off a script. We want to go off a procedure. So I don't want you guys to think this is rigid. What it is, is a well-laid plan for success. And that's, that's really where we want to take you. I mean, scripting works to get people kind of in the right verbiage in the right frame of mind when they're talking, but eventually it needs to be conversational. You know, you wouldn't call your best friend and read off of a script. Hey, I'm going to the pool today. Would you like to go with me? You go, you know, you just call them and chat with them, but you already know up here kind of what you're going to say. So, yeah. And, you know, we're talking about procedures and you you mentioned scripts and made me think of the scripts. Scripts are great for training Mm -hmm. until you get that conversational component down. Right. Right. And. Training seems to kind of be this elusive thing. And and I get it. You know, you you have a busy practice and you're trying to get great outcomes for patients and you do, and that's a great, and there's not a lot of time left over for the other stuff. That's okay. Number one, why you need a coach, but, but uh, we lose, we lose sight of the importance of training. So don't think of yourself as a doctor right now. Think of yourself a little in a little bit more broad term. You're professional, right? You're a professional. You have a professional level degree. You provide a professional level of service. Think about other professionals. Think about um, a, a, a football team, a professional football team. They're professional, right? They're at that level where they're professional. Do they train? Oh, good Lord, do they train mm-hmm. constantly all year round, even in the off season. They're constantly training. And why is that? Because they're always, number one, trying to get better. They're trying to keep themselves in the game and all the other professionals around them are training. And if they don't train, um, they're going to get flattened right. out on the football field. Yeah. And we have to think of our practice the same way. We've got to train. We've got to constantly be getting better. And we have to train as a team with our staff because guess what? The chiropractor down the street, he's training too. So you oh, always yeah. got to stay one step ahead. This is why pr- procedures are so important. So you should be constantly monitoring and perfecting and, and improving your procedures along the way. That's how you get to the level of, of uh, success. So speaking of that, since all these professionals are getting coaching, if people want to reach out to you, how do they do it? What does it look like? And before <laughs> I ask, and before you answer that question, if you have a question you want to ask us to talk about, Troy at catsconsultants.com, Troy at catsconsultants.com. Dr. Yep. Perush, how do they reach out if they want a consult to find out if coaching is going to be helpful for them? Super simple. Catsconsultants.com. Top right corner. <clears throat> schedule a consult. You click on that, you'll go to my calendar. You can schedule directly with me. Schedule a 15-minute a call or a 30-minute call. Let's talk about your practice. Let's talk about what we can do to help you. It, if we can, great. If we can't, that's great too. I'm always happy to talk to talk to doctors out there and find out what they're doing and how their practices are going. So mm-hmm. super simple, catsconsultants.com, top right corner. Phone number's on there as well if you want to just call us. But um, I would suggest just schedule a time. Let's chat. 
talk is cheap. It's, it's free. Seriously. You know, we, again, we just enjoy talking to doctors out there. So, mm-hmm. um, pretty easy. You can also connect with us on Facebook, cats, chiropractic consultants. Um, you can join our special Facebook page. It's KC, like the letters K C chiropults. You can join us on there. We put all kinds of interesting things, free things, tidbits about practice. Um, my crazy rants and ravings from time to time. Oh yeah. I love those. Absolutely. That's, I like it when you like walk around and do stuff. <laughs> I, I'm thinking one of these days as you're like showing us the landscape or something like that, you're just going to walk right into a pothole or something. And then, and then <laughs> you're going to be a sinkhole, <laughs> a sinkhole. You, then you're going to need some chiropractic care. Yeah. So there need you go. Anyway. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. And be sure if you have a, have a question or something you want to hear us banner around, <clears throat> excuse me again, Troy at catsconsultants.com. Troy's the keeper of all the, all the weekly podcast questions. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing, you know, we're, we're kind of toying around with the idea now that if, if you really want to have fun with this, we might have you on as a guest. Hey, there you and go. We, That'd be fun. We'll bring you on <laughs> and then you can ask a hundred questions while you're on here and we can pretty much deflect 98 of them and just take the two that we really know anything about. No, we're just kidding, but <laughs> we'll answer your questions. If you want to come on and rapid fire us questions, because you've just started a practice or you're ready to go to a new level in your practice yeah. and you want to hit us up with some stuff, I think it would be a blast to have somebody on here and have you just rapid fire us questions for 20 minutes, because that's kind of what we do with consulting calls a lot of times anyway. How are things going in your practice? Where are you at? Here's what we see right now. What are you seeing? Okay, let's figure out a game plan until our next call. You know, so it's literally, it's, it's like a game plan before the big game every time we work with you. So we would love to do that live on air. So if you're that person and you go, you know what, I'll be a great guinea pig. We're going to get your stats in advance. We're going to find out what's going on with you, get a little background, and we'll have you come on, and we'll rapid fire questions at you, and you can fire them at us. It'll be fun. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, our shows are totally, just so you know, our shows are totally unscripted, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) we we just pretty much jump on here and go with it. So it'd be fun to have somebody on on like that. So absolutely. if uh, if you're game, email Troy, Troy at catsconsultants.com. There we go. Mike, thank you for sending that question in. We appreciate it. And everybody, thanks for all the questions you send in. If you've sent some in and we haven't gotten to them yet, just be patient. We'll get around to it. So we get a lot of those emails. All right, Trey, we'll uh, close out here. Thanks for tuning in to the KC Cairo Pulse podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping you keep your pulse on success. Be sure to check us out at catsconsultants.com. And all of us here at Cats Consultants, stay informed and well-adjusted. We'll see you next time. See ya.